0: Hello, and welcome to episode number 25 of the Thundering Herds podcast. Today we will be talking about World Series baseball and, uh, again, once again, the NFL, more, most specifically the Dallas Cowboys. So we will be starting off with the World Series matchup of the Astros versus the Braves. The Braves are currently up 3 2 in the series as of Monday, November the 1st. Um,. Last game the Braves got off to an early lead four oh and they lost the rest of that game eight to one. I mean nine to one, so <sighs> not a very good performance by the Braves yesterday, but I still feel like they're in they're in a uh, firm possession of this series still. I don't, I think three two is still a pretty commanding lead for them because the Astros have not been playing the best baseball.
1: But the Astros get to go home. Would it you? doesn't matter. Well, huh? I don't think it, do, it, does. it does matter. Home field advantage, doesn't matter. If they win tomorrow, they will win the series. Atlanta has to win game six. They win game six, it's all over. I agree. If they let it go to a game seven, the Astros will find some conniving, cheating, slamming trash cans, flashing things on their chests, hidden signals and buzzers to win the World Series. I wouldn't put it past them. So... The Astros have the better pitching, that's for sure. They don't do they have a better have, bullpen? Well, the bullpen didn't do so great in game game five, did it? The Braves bullpen is really good. Okay, well, they let them down. Let them down yesterday. I want to see, I want to see the Braves win because they haven't won since 1995. And I'm sick and tired of the Astros. I'm sick and tired of them. Part of it is because we hate Houston. Because we're Dallas, and we're better. And they're just going to have to suck on that. But that's the truth. Dallas is better than Houston. They live in a swamp, for crying out loud. Six million people, a freaking swamp. And they eat their own down there. So be very careful when you go to Houston. Because they will eat you alive. Dallas is friendlier. Cleaner. drier. <laughs> it's all out better.
0: I just think... uh I want the Braves to win. It's literally, it's 29 versus 1. Nobody in the world except for Astros fans want them to win. Everybody hates the Astros. Everybody in the entire United States, and the entire world, hates the Astros except for Astros fans. Braves fans want them to win. Giants fans want them to win. Dodgers fans want them to win. Even though they are the ones coming out of the National League. It doesn't matter. Everybody wants the Braves to win. Nobody wants the Dodgers well, the to win. I mean, wants thing. the Astros to win.
1: They did an amazing thing. They lost a MVP candidate in the middle of the season. Probably front runner, man. He yeah. he is such an amazing. How player. good are they going to be next year when he's back? I mean, well, they, I don't know if they'll keep all the free agent acquisitions. Yeah, but they're going to keep some of them. They're they're going to be just healthier by all the additions. They've got to go out next year and get another front line pitcher. You can't you can't play the entire season with nothing but bullpen starts. I mean, it's they got lucky to where they are right now, I really think. But I think they win tomorrow. I think they jump on whoever's pitching for the Astros early tomorrow. They get a lead. I disagree. I think uh, it goes
0: 1-1 into the sixth. Both starters come out. Braves bullpen dominates. They win the game three to one. And
1: I'm the exact opposite. I think it's six nothing in the third, and the Astros whittle back, whittle back, whittle back, and they lose seven to four. I think that's going to be I the final score. I completely disagree. Well, that's why we're here. So <clears throat> <clears throat> that's a good point. You're young and I'm smart. So okay. Now let's move on to NFL football. The reason why we didn't do our podcast yesterday is because we were watching the most important game of the entire weekend, which was the Cowboys Sunday night game, of course, against Minnesota. Um, We got a stunner at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Dak, not cleared to play. They decided to go ahead and go with the ginger, Cooper Rush. Did he impress you yesterday? Oh, yeah. That man looked very good. 60% completion,
0: two touchdowns. What was it, 340 in the air, 320? He got the job
1: done. He did get the job You know
0: though. who got the job done? The defense. No, the defense Against defense one of horrible. the most electric offenses in the NFL. Cousins coming into that game playing like an MVP candidate. Justin Jefferson led the league in receiving yards last year as a rookie. Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the NFL. That offense is electric. They have Thielen. Don't forget about Thielen, all pro wide receiver. That offense is amazing. We made them look minuscule. They had a couple of big plays. It's because Traylon Diggs is overrated. I th- honestly no. I'm not gonna say that. He had one bad game. Everybody yes. has a bad game. He
1: had a bad game,
0: and it wasn't terrible. There was that one pass interference call where he had good coverage. He didn't need to hold him, and it's hard to guard a drag all the way across the field. He was running with him. He just he just the guy continued. Up the field, he just continued to cross. The ball was ball was thrown well. It was a, uh, it was just a good play. He almost jumped that one route for a pick. It was a little bit late. He he didn't play terrible, but Micah Parsons, Ugh. that guy plays as if his hair is on fire.
1: And, and and Randy Gregory is angry because he can't smoke the weed anymore. He can't. The man is. Just neither so of the, neither
0: of those were penalties, and he is
1: unstoppable. He's not the mellow edge. anymore.
0: He's unbelievable around the edge.
1: Give the man some Doritos. Pause. Let him chill out for crying out loud. Yep. Just just calm down, dude. And, unless it's Sundays, and you can do whatever the heck you want. But um, I think the play of the game, even though he didn't have the greatest running game. I thought the play of yeah. the game was the pass Absolutely. to Ezekiel Elliott when he broke That's the split biggest play of the game. And then he carried guys extra three yards to get into the touchdown, get get into uh, first and goal territory inside the five. And then the pass by Cooper Rush at to the pylon, the back pylon. I don't think it was a great throw. It was a great throw. It was a great throw. <coughs> oh, Cooper that's had perfect. To go get it when he, that's
0: perfect. That's how you have to throw that. He got it, and then he pulled the ball away. It's perfect throw <coughs>
1: to make sure that that's it couldn't a perfect be knocked throw. out. You
0: throw it at the you throw it at the player's helmet. You throw it at the back of his helmet because if if he's if it's at the back of his helmet, he's not seeing it. That's wide receiver jumps up, takes the ball off the top of his head, make sure he doesn't hit the ball away. That's a perfect throw. Well, the best throw of the game was by a wide receiver though. We're getting, that was
1: an unbelievable throw by yeah, Cedric Wilson. Wilson. Wilson looked really, really good. Yeah. He, he had 85 yards receiving, too. He had that 70. He's made, touchdown. He's made
0: some of the most important catches of the season. The most important play of that game was probably the Zeke, Zeke play. But the momentum shifted because of that Cedric Wilson throw. Because we were down. It was either...
1: Thirteen to ten, or sixteen to thirteen, at the time, but we were down. There were several amazing plays in the second half of that game. The throw that was tipped, that was caught by the offensive the, lineman, that Schultz ended up getting. The, oh, the also the ball off. that the Amari uh, Cooper one, the one that got in the it, chest. Yeah, and he caught he flipped it to himself. Yeah. And I mean, they, you know what? The difference between last year and this year is last year we lose that game twenty-eight to ten, but. We turned the ball over. If we had we that win that game by 30. No, I, I think so. But last year, how many games did we win with a backup quarterback? <clears throat> Nobody until Andy Dalton was in there. And Andy Dalton went, what, four and seven? But, you know, I, in the beginning of that game, I was like, oh gosh, Cooper doesn't look all that great. But he, he, he did pretty well. And he keeps everything moving in the same direction. So we're six and one now. The Rams are 7-1. and one. Who else is 7-1? The Cowboys are the best team in the Green NFC. Green Bay. Hey, but you know what? Some teams got better today, and some teams got worse. The Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. And
0: honestly, the Rams like, went out and got Von Miller. The Rams did get better today, but I don't think they're amazing. To, uh, it's in my just opinion,
1: tough blow for the Titans, though. And you know, they went out and got Adrian Peterson out of retirement, basically to take over. Yeah, for Henry. that sucks. But Derek's he's out for six to ten sport. weeks. That's yeah, that, that sucks. That's pretty bad. Um, and then the, the Saints. What's going to happen to the Saints? I mean, I, I know they had a pretty impressive. What's, what was he
0: diagnosed with? Uh, ACL, MCL tear. ACL, MCL both. Yep. So yeah, he's out for a good year and a half. Uh, honestly, Cowboys and. The Packers, because the Packers beat the Cardinals. Like, that's impressive, because the yep. Cardinals beat the Rams. Yep. So, that makes the, the Packers better than the Rams. Um, If we beat the Cardinals, um, I'd say we're better than Green Bay. I can't say we're better than Green Bay right now. They had a terrible first game, but they've looked uns- like great since then.
1: I think things are falling right. I they mean. are. We're watching a little bit right now. They the didn't Kansas even have Chiefs any other wide receivers last week, and they were still dominant. I know. I know. But I, I hope the Chiefs stay in the funk that they're in until we play them.
0: Absolutely. And now, I don't think the Chiefs are a good team. I, I, like, and I was
1: worried about New Orleans. Honestly, I I'm don't. I'm not worried about New Orleans now. I don't think the Chiefs are a good team. Yeah, I think that this is going to be a down year for them. And then, look. Their defense
0: is terrible. It's like, it's unexcusable right. how bad they are. I agree. I'm pretty sure they're 32nd in, like, every category. Every main one, like yards given up, pass defense, you rush score, defense.
1: You can't continue to score 35 or 40 every single game. No, you and can't. Just, Especially when Patrick Mahomes throws a one or two pitches He's already got game. an interception today. Um, we're, we're catching the Broncos after Von Miller leaves, and they have no offense, so we should beat them. Our season, our, our, our schedule the rest of the year... The Broncos' defense is so good, though. Yeah, but you know what? The the The... We've run across several good defenses. The Chargers' defense is good. Tampa Bay's defense is good, and we put points up. You've, do you honestly think that the, the Broncos' defense is good as the Chargers' no, defense no, it's or not. the the Buccaneers' defense? No, it's
0: well, yes, the Buccaneers have. Honestly, they're not great defensively this year, but that's because they they've David had back. so many injuries in the secondary. Levante David, yes, he's a big piece, All Pro linebacker, best linebacker core in the NFL. Whatever. Their secondary, so many injuries. Not at safety. Winfield Jr. and uh, the other guy, number thirty one. Uh, no, Winfield Jr. and Whitehead. There's they're back, but their corners are still hurt. I'm pretty sure they had to play like they got Richard Sherman. Yeah, he got He's hurt, washed too. up. So they're really messed up in the in their uh their secondary um so i think that win that that i'm counting that as a win because it was a win we won that game greg Zerline like literally lost us that game yeah, and that pi call at the end of the game i'm not going to get over that we won that game Yep. that win doesn't look as great as we probably think it does yes tom Brady, best quarterback in the nfl right now statistically Best, one of the best offenses in the NFL, second behind the Cowboys. But their defense has been struggling. They've given up a lot of yards. They've given up a lot of passing yards. They don't give up a lot of, a lot of run yards, as we saw in the first game. Because Zeke only had like 48 or whatever, kind of like last game. But we torched their secondary. But we also gave up a lot of points to a really good offense. That's fine. Who cares? But, yeah, that's a good win. But, I don't think their defense is as good as you make it, make it out to be. That was a pretty long, roundabout way of saying that.
1: Well, I, I look at it this way. They knew that Cooper Rush was the quarterback yesterday. So they knew they had to stop Pollard and Zeke. And they did. And what happens? 325 yards passing, and we, and we score 20 points. You know
0: what I'm impressed with? The last two times we played the Vikings, which is the last two years, which is insane, basically like a freaking divisional team. Why do we play them every year? Um, Dalvin Cook had combined 150 yards at least both the last two times they played. He had a touchdown in both of those games. Last game, no receiving yards, 58 yards rushing, no touchdowns. Yep. That it That shows that our defense in our defensive coordinator, know what they're doing. They're stopping who needs to be stopped. Justin Jefferson had, like, three catches for 50 yards. Fine. That's okay. Phelan had what? He had, one like, two catches. One of them was a touchdown. That's fine. We stopped who needed to be stopped. That one play, they gave that touchdown to Diggs. Even though it was zone coverage, that was not on digs, that doesn't make any sense. The NFL analysts are stupid. Mm-hmm. but that was honestly on Micah Parsons. he didn't read it Come, him coming across the field fine. One mistake. we only gave up sixteen points, which means the, they only scored in one more touchdown.
1: yeah, so i mean the, the the nice thing that I'm seeing is each oh week- wait,
0: no. They only scored one touchdown. Yeah, they scored one touchdown. Yeah,
1: three field goals. Yeah. The um the tackling's getting better. It is. Uh, Minnesota's Parsons, tackling was really good. Yes, uh, but Micah Parsons yesterday was not waiting. Oh around. yes, I emphasized this during he the game. He saw he saw the play developing and he was going, and 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 not just tackling, destroying people, lighting people up. There is that is this is my this
0: is my thing. I talked about this during the game. Because I noticed it wasn't Trevor; it was Anthony Brown. They when you when they throw that quick out screen, just like with no blockers, they just throw it out to the wide receiver, try to make him get like see if he can make a play, get a couple yards right, get four. It's basically like a substitution for a run play. Yeah, it is. Uh, just Get the ball out wide. Just get it out. And see what happens. Just see if they can get four or five yards Run first down. Anthony Brown waited for him to jump up in the air, catch it and come down and then he waited for him to make a move. That's I don't understand that. I may be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure this is how you interpret the rule. If he's throwing it to the line of scrimmage, that's within 5 yards. You can hit him. It's if if it's within 5 yards and the ball is in the air, is that
1: pass interference? I don't think so because it's behind the line. Run through him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. As 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 soon as you diagnose it, go. There's no
0: reason to wait back and wait for him to make a move. That decreases your chance of making the tackle by so much. Also, if you're running directly at somebody, them in their mind trying to make up how to get out of that situation, trying to make a move, run through you, that time in their brain decreases... Because you're moving towards them. If you are standing there waiting, they can say, hey, I can do this. I can do a spin. I can juke. I can run through him. Right. They can think about it. Right. Micah Parsons did this so many times. He would see the play. He would see where the ball was going. And as soon as the ball was caught or as soon as the ball was thrown, he was sprinting not at them, through them. Right. It's like you punch. If you're trying to knock somebody out, you don't punch them in the face. You punch through their face. Correct. You know? Yeah, I agree. That's with it's it. the same mentality. And he does it so well. He plays every position. He could probably play safety. He covers pretty well. He mm-hmm. made a couple mistakes, but that's that's normally how rookie defenders work. Right. Coverage in the NFL is not the same as coverage in the The division one football because the plays aren't as complex in division one football as they are in the NFL. It's hard to diagnose in the NFL with all the different packages, all the different plays that they run out of the packages. So I can understand that. But as soon as you see where the ball has been thrown and where the ball is going to get without one, like without even thinking about who's in your way, who's going to stop you just running (laughs) through that person he is going to be an all-pro all pro linebacker. And I say, by the way, he's been playing so far this year at every position that he's played. He might be all-pro oh, this
1: year. I think he's going to win all-rookie. I mean, he's going to be the... He
0: the, is the defensive rookie of the year, he's gonna for He's going to be the sure. defensive
1: rookie of the year. The, what you just detailed is exactly the difference between 2020 and 2021. You could see... The wheels turning in these guys' heads, trying to figure out where they were supposed to be, when they were supposed to it's break on the ball. They didn't
0: learn the defense. They, they never. They they were learning correct. throughout the season. Right. That's now, that's a big problem with because they didn't have training camp with a new coach coaching you on defense, a new scheme, and no time to learn it. That's just a formula for. Disaster. It was, and it was the. And it was it was disastrous. Season, the worst, it was
1: terrible. It was the worst season that they've ever had defensively. And you look at, I think Quinn has made the defense simpler. They just go play. The I know we only had one sack by Gregory yesterday, but we play big play defense. That's cousins, what we do. Cousins, has, we
0: give up thirty yards, or he got hit. we, yeah, he got hit. He got hit a lot. We either give up thirty yards, but we only do that like twice a game. Yeah. Or every time the ball gets out, we are hitting them. It's going to get better, too. I think Even Jordan to- Lewis, small little 160-pound, 5'8", Jordan Lewis, ran through that guy. Anthony Brown, at the end of the game, they threw it out to the tight end in the flat. He lit him up, kept them in bounds. They want to be out there. They right. want to hit people. And you can tell. they they. It looks like they like playing the defense that they're playing.
1: I agree with that. That they're what? comfortable. They've that got they, depth. Yeah, they're way ro- more. They're
0: rotating defensive Can, linemen in. I just, one second. We need to appreciate how good at drafting the Dallas Cowboys are. Like, very good. Micah Parsons, great. Trayvon Diggs, pretty good. Like, I'd say that's a pretty good... I've, we drafted Anthony Brown. He's having a career season. We drafted Dak in the fourth round. We drafted a two-time All-Pro running back. Recently, we drafted Zach Martin, Travis Frederick, Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins. We didn't trade for any of these people. Right. We are literally the Houston Astros of a football team.
1: Look at the depth at wide receiver. you got Noah Brown, and and, and then you've got... But a lot of our... The the difference at wide
0: receiver is that most of them aren't drafted. Michael Gallup, why did he not play? He was supposed to...
1: Uh, CeeDee Lamb is drafted. I think they did the exact same thing with Gallup as they did with Dak. The game, they, they knew they have a big lead. They That's a good they have point. A big That's lead. smart. That's smart. And Lyle Collins didn't play either, and he practiced all
0: week. Um, but the, the, the situation with Lyle Collins is different. They had reason to put him in, and he was suited up. He played. He could have played for Tyron Smith. The freaking what's his name? The guy who's been playing right tackle, who's been blocking really well. They could move him to left tackle, put Collins back at right tackle, but they didn't. I think that Mike McCarthy is doing his job finally, because we have a freaking coach that'll do that. He hasn't <laughs> earned his spot. He what he did was unexcusable. You can't pull that kind of stuff in the NFL. You can't pull that kind of stuff in a professional environment. What he did was illegal in right. terms of NFL rules. What he did was wrong. And he made some good blocks out of that inverted T formation or inverted Y formation last night, sure. But you haven't earned your spot. Right? All of these players, they took their drug test, they passed. Why can't you take it? Yeah. You know? You have to earn your way back in.
1: One thing that Coach McCarthy did yesterday. One thing,
0: especially, sorry. This is 20 minutes of
1: Jackson talking Especially that.
0: because that right tackle has been playing so well. He's probably given up, I don't even think he's given up a sack this season. Terrence Steele. Terrence Steele. Yeah. He got in the weight room.
1: Undrafted free agent, signing from he, Tech.
0: He tries, man. Yeah, he gets he out does. there. He
1: works. He won the award for the for the, uh, off-season uh, workout guy. Yeah,
0: he works, man. He, he does. So, he got in the gym, and he made a pact to himself that I'm going to start.
1: And he's earned it. Mm-hmm. Lyle Collins is not. Where I think this thing has turned for McCarthy was this week. This week, I think he showed that he is the man controlling the ship, and this is why. If you remember about the last drive that Minnesota had, he looked out on the field and he goes, Mm -mm. where is number 11? 94. Where is 94? Where is seven? Holy crap. Timeout, timeout, timeout. He took a timeout because all of his playmakers were off the field. Now, number seven, Diggs, was hurt. And I don't think he came back in because he got involved in that getting kicked in the ankle and. By Jefferson on a couple plays before that. But he looked around and said, there's no way. We're not going to give this team a shot. We've got our foot on their throat. They are out of timeouts. They're at midfield. We've got to have... And what happened the very next play? Randy Gregory put pressure.
0: No, Basham put pressure on him. And then Gregory put pressure on him. Got that... And then he couldn't even throw it in bounds. He had to get he had Right. To f- and the guy... One second real quick. Kirk, why did you throw it out of play? That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. Kirk Cousins played terrible. He did. He did not play good football. You know what I liked about this game? Our defense did not get a turnover. I know that sounds weird. But we forced punts. We didn't give up any yardage. We held them to the least amount of points we've given they up this season. They were one season. out
1: of 11 on third downs going into the fourth We point. held
0: them. We held them to the least points we've held anybody to this season. And we didn't get a turnover. Right. Earlier this year, we had relied on turnovers to get our offense the ball because all of our games had been high scoring our defense had not been able to stop anybody they were giving up a ton of yards but we said they were playing good because they were getting a ton of turnovers that means that our defense is just as multiple as these people on broadcast are calling our offense that's a new term that i've heard this year they're calling our offense multiple we can win any way That the other team's defense is forcing us to. How much do you... Our defense won based off of what the Minnesota Vikings offense forced us to win.
1: I understand that. But how much of it also was the defense knowing they had to step up and they couldn't give up the big plays and they couldn't give up points because we didn't have Dak? They should play like that every week. They should. But I think that the fact that they recognize the circumstance... And the defensive game plan was stop Cook and keep can't all get, the plays can't in front give of him. up
0: anything, and they gave up one. They gave up one, but like that drive wasn't even a good drive. No. Like they got bailed out so much in that game. We had what eleven penalties.
1: Oh yeah, on that on that one drive where they scored a touchdown.
0: Five of those were personal fouls. Five of those five were not penalties. Like, I don't understand if if the Randy Gregory foul at the end where he pushed him out of bounds, even though I watched the film, forward progress had not been whistled until after he'd pushed him. If that's a penalty, why was the Van Der Esch play two plays later not a penalty? Right. If an offensive lineman is allowed to push the pile even after the runner has already fallen to the ground, why can a defensive lineman not pull the pile open to you try to get the th- guy on the you ground? You see it all the time. You see it all the time. So I, I don't know why. The why so focused was on... that roughing the passer? He had his hands up. He didn't land on him with all his weight. He right. didn't hit him below the knees. He didn't hit him in the head. What Like, the the referees had beat us. The Vikings... We're ahead. We were without our franchise MVP quarterback. But we still won that game. And that, I feel like that shows... That's amazing. That I means, think that we...
1: It's a difference.
0: I'm not going to say we because I hate it when people do that because you don't play for them. I think that the Dallas Cowboys are a Super Bowl contender. Like, And I don't even think... I think that's not even a question. Well,
1: Michael Irvin already told people to go buy their tickets.
0: That's not a question in my mind. And I think, though, who in the AFC is contending right now?
1: I think the one team you have to watch out for still is the Buffalo Bills. They have a great defense. I'd say the Bills and, honestly, sue
0: me, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens are dangerous. Their defense is electric Lamar Jackson is incredible. He's yeah. an incredible football player. Last year, like la- the year after his MVP year, I think that was last year, I overrated him. I said that he, was, he I said that he was overrated. I didn't say, I didn't think he was a good football player, but I hadn't watched a lot of him. I've watched more of him this season. He's become, I'd say, an above-average passer, and he's probably mo- the most electric runner of all time. That man can get like I you just watch him and he's like how do he, how does he get down the field so fast? How does he get down the field, and get past everybody? Like there's that one play his MVP season against the Cincinnati Bengals where he did like four spin moves. It was like a 73-yard touchdown run. He he was just unstoppable and he still is. Patrick Mahomes is no like I think I think there's a big gap there. Mahomes doesn't have the running to, like the running speed or skills as Jackson does. Obviously his ball placement hasn't been very good this year. Right. I'd put I would 100% put the Ravens over the Chiefs cuz the Chiefs are going to find it at some point. They're a good football team but they're, I just their defense
1: sucks. I just think Allen is taking a big but, step. He but, continues to get better. He's going to be the Bills the against the uh, Ravens.
0: The Bills are the best team in the AFC. Yes. Josh Allen is unbelievable. And saying that, there's He's, still four teams in the NFC that are better than is the Bills. probably the strongest throwing arm in the NFL, one of the most accurate. He his running skills are almost as elite as Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's, he's not as fast, but he he's athletic. He'll
1: jump over you. He's got Tebow. He'll size. run through you. He reminds me of Tebow he's like at Florida when he was running. Now he's got a but cannon their defense that Tebow never had.
0: They've got Stefan Diggs. Yeah, they've got Cole Beasley, Emmanuel good. Sanders. I understand that their That's, defense is so good, but I don't see them beating the Cowboys.
1: No, it's going to be another Bills-Cowboys Super Bowl, and the Cowboys are going to beat them fifty-two to seventeen. I don't see like any.
0: They did. Like I, most years I'm like, this is the Cowboys' year, but I don't actually believe it. This year, if I'm being one hundred percent honest, I don't see anybody in the NFL
1: who can beat the Dallas Cowboys. We just got to continue. Got to continue. Got to get the number one seed. The Cardinals in the conference don't all the scare
0: me. Their defense. JJ Watt is out for the yep. season. Their defense hasn't played amazing. Kyler Murray hasn't hasn't had a good game in like three weeks. I know. The Rams are only good if they're only good if they throw to Cooper Cup. Just guard Cooper Cup. Have you not thought of that? <laughs> Jesus Christ, What does he have? Four hundred nice. yards a game. No, he. Jared not. Goff is the is the reason for, is the reason for like teams being terrible, <laughs> like it's unbelievable. Poor guy, he sucks. Jared Goff is the worst quarterback. No, no, no. In that that he is, is com-
1: the he is the thirty fifth quarterback in the NFL. Thirty oh, fifth. No, no. uh, let me just say this. <laughs> he's he has, so bad. He hasn't fallen to the Carson Wentz level yet. Carson. He makes stupid just, throws, but just, he, I'm seeing glimpses
0: of 2017. Yeah, but no, no, like, if I'm being totally honest, I don't like him. I don't like anybody who's ever been a Philadelphia Eagle. But the way he's been playing, like, they're actually winning some games. They've won three. Wait, yes, yes. Just listen, wait, listen, listen, and listen.
1: Carson will make
0: the mistake oh, that cost yeah, you the game. absolutely. He made it in the last game, but... He can look brilliant the last on one two, play the and last, like a complete moron on the next one. Absolutely. But the last two years, he'd only looked like a moron. I'm starting to see glimpses in 2017. He was hurt a lot. I think he's I'm starting to see glimpses in 2017 because I used to argue in 2017 that Dak was better than Carson Wentz. That year, Carson Wentz was the best quarterback in the NFL. I'm not saying he's even anywhere close. I'd say he's probably in the 20s. In rankings mm. right now, but he is on. I feel like he's on his way back, in my opinion. But like I said, back to what nobody's being Mediocrity. Goes. No, he was a. M- he won the MVP. Did he win
1: the MVP? He
0: he was an MVP candidate. Yeah, I'm right. pretty sure he won the MVP. I oh, didn't win the MVP. I think you can look it up, but I uh, will look it
1: up. He didn't win it because he got hurt.
0: Okay, whatever, but. The only thing that matters is that the cowboys are and winning they won the, Super Bowl. the Super Bowl without him. The only thing that matters is the cowboys are winning the Super Bowl. We'll see you next week for episode number 26.